Hello and welcome back to Rise Into Radiance. I'm your host, Mandy Rue, and I am, as always, so excited to be here with you today. We have a really juicy episode this week, and it is going to be about sales as service. And so my inspiration for this episode is the fact that I see so many entrepreneurs, especially soulful entrepreneurs, spiritual leaders, teachers, healers, helpers, people that are in the field of serving others, right? Mental, spiritual, emotional health, therapists, yoga teachers, coaches, etc. Where we you know, we'll get so excited about our offer, do our messaging, branding, all of the different things. And then when it comes down to actually selling it, sometimes I notice that people get locked up. And I was thinking about it and I'm like, why, why does that happen? And there's a lot of different reasons, but the biggest thing that I hear is I feel salesy. I don't want to feel too salesy. And I'm curious about what the actual meaning of salesy is and why there's resistance to it. And so when we think of, I feel like, the classic businessman, I think of like the dude selling you a car or selling you something that's just like really intense and is very like pressuring you and you know you don't know if you're gonna actually get a good deal or not and you just feel like so overwhelmed in the process and that is not the style of sales that's actually even effective for soulful entrepreneurs or people in the mental health field in general because of the fact that like you're literally selling a service for people's healing meaning You don't want the beginning of the relationship to feel rushed or pressured or forced or anything like that. We really want the entire relationship as, you know, coach, client, helper. We want that dynamic to be really safe and really solid and grounded. And we want to really create trust in the beginning of the process. And so, you know, I really want to build an awareness around the fact that there's a way to do sales with integrity. There's a way to do sales that are actually trauma-informed, you know, and still make good money and also still, you know, enroll clients into your programs. And so I feel that, like, a lot of people get stuck on this where, you know, I hear all different things. Like, I just don't want to DM people. I just don't like that. I don't want to get people on calls. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to talk about my offer all the time. And so, you know, if that is something that you're feeling, I invite you to really dive deeper and and get to the core of what what is in that, right? And so when we come to sales, the energy of being pushy or forceful is actually repelling. So if that's helpful for you, you don't have to be that way. And that's not what I teach my clients to do. And so, you know, I hope that this is a huge, deep breath of relief for some of you that might be listening to this and thinking that that's what sales is. And you don't want to do that in your spiritual business, but you don't know kind of like where to start. Because I think that also, you know, 
the coaching industry as a whole is being called in to create shifts in these processes. And I've been really watching it closely over the last year. And so I'm going to share with you some of um, my insights. And so the first thing that I'm going to say is that building awareness around your offer isn't being salesy. You've probably heard me talk about messaging before, but that's a really important core foundation for you to get under your belt before you start talking about your offer. And so once you create your offer, you're going to want to align it to what problem your audience is having and what outcome do they want for their lives. And so honestly, selling is also being a master at articulating this and at talking about it and at expressing, hey, this is how I'm going to help you get from point A to point B. And that is seriously like the core of the sales process is how can I help my client get from point A to point B? And how can I clearly articulate that I can help them solve their problems and create the desired vision that they have for their life? And so what I'm talking about right now is more so for high ticket offers. So for the people that want to create a group coaching program, a one-on-one mentorship that, you know, is three months at least, um, or, you know, something along those lines. Otherwise, you actually don't need to get people on any sort of call. Usually, you know, say you're doing like one-off sessions, like if you're, for example, like a therapist or something along those lines where you're doing one-off sessions. So like your session might be like 150 an hour. And how you want to run your business is truly personal preference. What I see occur for a lot of people is that when we do one-off sessions, you know, some of the issues that we may run into is the consistency of clients, is the feeling of being very spread thin based on doing a bunch of one-to-one back-to-back sessions, um, as well as no, not a lot of room for growth in your business. If you want to be somebody who's also doing like content creation, such as like, you know, podcasts, courses, uh, things along those lines. And um, so that's why, you know, for the business model that I teach my clients is I think that it's good to have at least one high ticket core offer that you've created first and run that and learn how to really master that and then branch out. And the reason being is that it gives you a lot more flexibility in your schedule as well as helps your business overall be more consistent. And it actually is more effective for the client as well because of the fact that you're literally delivering them an entire experience, you know. So someone's working for me, working with me for three months that is going to be so much more transformational than them, you know, just doing a one-off session every once in a while. Real change, I think we need at least three months, if not longer. And so with that being said, that's why I really love having like a core offer. And I really think that, you know, if that's something that you want to do, if that's something that you're feeling like you want to expand in your business, that is awesome it's great. And you can still do a lot of other different sorts of things that might be, you know, lower paid or more accessible or something along those lines. So for the purpose of this conversation, though, with that being said, the times that you would get on an enrollment call or like, 
you will DM people to invite them to like your classes and things like that, but the process is a little bit different. So with that being said, talking about your offer and marketing it and posting it is not being salesy. Building awareness around your offer and building awareness around your brand is not being out of integrity. If you are selling something and you are leading with service, leading with, I'm creating something that is beautiful. I am creating something that I know is going to change the lives of the people who participate in it. I am creating something that I know I'm delivering a good product. That is not being salesy. That is being in integrity and being a damn good business owner. Being salesy is selling somebody a false promise. It's fluffing something up to be what it isn't and doing that as a method to get money. That is not, if you are listening to this podcast, I can guarantee that that is not in alignment with you. That is not in alignment with me and that's not the way that I run my business and I don't think that we need to do that. And so I think that there's a big misconception about sales where it's just like, oh, I don't want to be that person. I don't want to be that person. It's like, you're not that person. And don't let the fear of being that person keep you back from growing and expanding in your business. Because if you are somebody who is actually heart-centered, who is actually in integrity, who actually gives a shit about creating a trauma-informed space, we need more people like you to step up and to hold space and to take, you know, to step into your leadership. This is also a matter of confidently stepping into your leadership. And so, look... <laughs> When it comes to sales and things like that, there's different components that are in it. And so building your offer is obviously the first step because, you know, you have to have something that we're, <laughs> that we're selling, right? Um, so that's obviously the first step. And, you know, there's a method to that. You don't just kind of create something. You want to listen to what your community wants and use that as a strategic method to incorporate those facets into what you're creating. So that's super important for those of us that, you know, want to create a beautiful, immersive experience and offer for your clients. So that's the first step. And the second step is to then build awareness around your offer. And so that is, you know, posting and that's creating your funnel. So you might think, oh, funnel, what? I don't know all this tech stuff. Everything you do is a funnel. <laughs> so let me let me break this down where okay, so I'm going to give you an example. When you have a funnel, it's how do people find you? How do people learn from you? And then how do they then convert into paying clients? So your Instagram content is the find piece of the funnel. And so you have to Really, like, think about that. That is one piece of this moving thing that's basically a huge part of the ecosystem in your business is how do people find you? They find you through your Instagram content, Facebook content, short form things. Learn about you is in the middle. That's where you can take your clients on a little bit of a deeper journey, your community, not your clients yet, but potential clients on a little bit of a deeper journey. We can do that through, you know, different types of events, long form content, 
etc. It's very important that we do things like this so that people can actually experience and get to know you, like you, trust you. That's huge. It's like business 101, no like trust factor. And then that comes the conversion process. So what is the conversion process? That is connecting with people and letting them know, hey, I see you. I see you showing up. I see that you're interested. I want to learn more about you. And then, you know, ideally, if they are a good fit, then having them book an enrollment call with you. And so when somebody books an enrollment call with you and throughout this entire process, literally from beginning to end, the core of it is how well can you listen to your community? How good of a listener are you? And how good can you reflect that back? How effective can you reflect that back actually is a good word to use, right? So it's like you're mirroring it back. And so there's not anything wrong with doing this. It's not like you're changing what you're doing based on each person. It's that you are creating a brand. You are creating a business that has a product that helps people gain something, helps people solve something, right? If I'm a therapist, when do people call me? They're going to call me when they are in distress about their mental health and so they want support with that obviously there's a lot of different things that go within that but the core of what a therapist does is helps people with their mental health so they're calling and they want to know how can you help me heal how can you help me move forward from this and so that's the same thing that we're doing in our coaching businesses as well and you know for yoga teachers and for healers and all of that. This is the same thing that we're doing. However, we have to find a way to articulate it, right? Because if I'm a therapist or a doctor or a dentist or whatever, those like career paths are universally known, you know? So you don't really have to worry as much about creating an offer and things like that so I feel like for me that was like a really big like I don't know why it took me so long to figure this out that was like a really big eye-opening thing for me about why messaging is so important and it it was just a huge eye-opener for me because you know it's as coaches and as healers, we have a lot more creativity in the ways that we structure our offer, right? So, you know, I can have an offer where like things that I love to do with my clients is intertwine yoga and meditation with business strategy, mental health, so that you really get a course that encapsulates all of what you need to build a business because of the fact that you definitely want to make sure your mental health is on point. You want to be really embodying what you're teaching. And I feel that we do that through carving out space in our spiritual practices. You also need the strategy. So, you know, that is like really mapping out the client journey, right? And so that's why as coaches and, you know, online course creators, things like that, it's so important to really be able to clearly articulate what journey are you bringing your client through and that's why it's also really important to get clear on your problem that you're solving and outcome that you're bringing problem that you're solving outcome tangible tangible clear 
clear. <laughs> like I say this so many times every day, literally almost every single day where I'm just like, we want a tangible outcome, tangible problem. It has to be clear. It can't be a platitude. So anyways, that's a more messaging talk, but it all goes in the same thing. And so, you know, this is what I've been talking about so far is very strategy forward, but I want to take a moment to really get into the heart of this concept a little bit more. When you've created something that you know serves your soulmate clients deeply, you enrolling them in and guiding them in is the beginning of your coaching relationship. So that means that it's up to us as leaders to allow our work to get out into the world and to serve it to the people who will benefit from it. And that doesn't mean that you're putting yourself on a pedestal or that you're saying that you know the answers. That is not true. It is just that you are a guide. You're holding space just like anybody who is providing a service does. And you are creating a pathway for the people who will benefit from what you are doing in your work to be able to experience that. There's nothing wrong with that. You're not saying that, you know, I have all the answers and you need to learn it from me or else. That obviously isn't aligned. And so those are the kind of things that, you know, you want to watch out for. You want to look out for. Because there's a lot of people online teaching sales tactics that aren't aligned with spiritual entrepreneurs. And so what ends up happening is, you know, we see this and then we're like, well, I, I, I don't want to do that. And that's not what you have to do. And so this really, you know, brings us back to that self-trust and the ability to truly trust in the work that you're doing and to feel confident behind it like confidently getting behind your offer sharing it with excitement and joy and passion and inspiration that energy is magnetic you want to hold the energy of hey i have this amazing thing that i'm doing you're more than welcome to join if you're curious i would love to to talk to you about that and see how i can support you in your decision-making process. However, I'm not attached to a yes or no. I'm attached that you make an aligned decision that is for your best interest. And so that really shifts the energy of this and people can feel it. And so when you're leading with service, when you're leading from the heart, when you're leading with true generosity, I believe that that's how you can make sales service. You want to make sure that as you're in the sales process, you're seeing the people that you are talking to as living, breathing human beings with hearts and people that they love and people that love them. That's that's what you're seeing them as. You're not looking at them as dollar signs. If you notice that that is happening and that you're chasing the money forward, it's time to scale back and reassess. Because again, If we want to build our businesses in integrity as spiritual healers, leaders, and teachers, that is not aligned with the core values of compassion, of service, of seva. That is not. That is us getting into, you know, more of the materialistic greed energy. 
And I think that, you know, it's natural to, you know, when you're a business owner, obviously want to make money. We definitely want to make money in our business and be sustainable. But I will say that when you're leading with service, when you're leading from the heart, when you're leading with compassion and generosity and pouring from an overflow of I am enough as I am in this moment, I have so much to give. And, you know, I trust, I trust in my ability to continue to move forward, to continue creating a beautiful aligned flow in my business the financial abundance will come. Financial abundance does not come from scarcity. It doesn't come from, I need, I need, I need this sale. It comes from, how can I serve this person to the best of my ability so that they can see their own truth and own light within them? And so for spiritual entrepreneurs, for those of us who want to build trauma-informed businesses, it's very important to approach sales from this framework. Because if not, we can crash and burn, and the business as usual isn't sustainable for people like us. People that are creative and heart-centered, business as usual ain't gonna work sis but that's all good because we're here to really create create a new world create a new way of being to inspire to uplift to care for our community from a genuine place it's literally rewriting the paradigm of so much is by just literally caring for people with compassion with integrity with honesty with transparency and with consent That is another big thing about this too, is consent, mutual consent. So you can carry all of those values forward in your sales process and still convert and still be an effective business entrepreneur owner. You got this. You freaking got this. And there's nothing wrong with showing up and sharing your light and taking up space. I also think that that's another big part of this is the fear of taking up space and being seen. I don't know about you, but the book Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert, I love this book. And she talks about how once we get an idea, it is because it is up to us to implement it. Like creative ideas are literally spirit pouring into you and giving like using basically like your body as a vessel to carry this forward into reality you know and so you know tying in the spirituality piece I think that that is like our soul communicating with source energy you know it's all a part of the same thing and like our bodies are straight up vessels to carry forth our dharma in this in this world and so That's why it's so important to allow yourself to deepen your capacity to show up for the work that you're doing. Allow yourself to meet your healthy growth edge where you feel challenged and you're feeling disciplined. You're not pushing yourself completely past your limit, but you're showing up again and again for the work that you love to do. You're making it known that this is what you're doing. This is your offer. This is how you help people. And so that is being in integrity with your dharma, is 
being able to confidently lead, confidently hold space for healing, and asking questions when you get confused or tripped up or feel that something came up, you know, allowing yourself to get support in that from your friends, your community, teachers, mentors, guides, all of it, right? And so if you're listening to this and you know that it's time to start really stepping up and showing up and making it happen, I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear from you on Instagram. You can shoot me a DM at Radiate Sunshine Yoga. And I would love to hear what you took away from this episode, what resonated with you, maybe what is your plan of action or your takeaway. And if you have any podcast episode requests, let me know because I do listen to those and create them. So whatever you want to learn about, I would love to hear from you. And stay tuned for next week's episode and I will see you on the other side. Bye.